This is New Orleans burlesque performer Cherry Brown, and I suggest you listen to Imhog Podcast. To the MHOG podcast. I am your host, Wayne. <laughs> and sitting and, and next to me. You know what else you are? What am I? One hot tamale. Why, thank you, darling. And you are? I'm Buck Lightning. That's right. And of course, we have the lovely drunkard. Oh, you're talking to me? The rum guy. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're insulting our guests. Yeah, yeah. Come that's, on. We, 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 rum, well, you know better. We normally public, wait so till good. like. At least ten minutes into the show before we start. Well, I was going to say at least halfway through the show before we start. You know, we got to no, ten fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, right. And our guest is the lovely Miss Cherry Brown. Hello. Hi. Welcome. It's already already been interesting. Yeah, it has, and you know, most people don't get to hear what happens before the show until we decide. That we're not going to come on an, a week, and we decide to make a, uh, I guess clip you'd say episode. a behind-the-scenes clip episode, and those tend to be really funny. Yeah, that's they're true. Like, they're like better, they're like better than the real show. So you're 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 a very special guest because you got to see how like sad and depressing our 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 real our, lives our prep are. Work is. I am so honored. It, it's a blessing mm. and a curse. It is. So, Miss Brown. Mm. You. Oh, yes. Hey, now. <laughs> uh, I understand you are a local New Orleans burlesque dancer. Ooh, tell us about this. Well, yes, I am. Among uh, other things. Right. <laughs> among, among many other things. Um, yes, I am a local New Orleans burlesque performer. I've been performing in burlesque for five years now. Nice. Yeesh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird when you look back, you're just like, I've been performing and then you like count and you're like, Oh my God, it's been like five years. Ah. Uh, so five years. Uh, I also am now an instructor at the New Orleans school of burlesque and I've been, uh, teaching there as a fill in since for like three years now. And oh, wow. just recently I have been handed the reins to do yes. every Tuesday and th- Thursday at at the school now she can I was, beat you i was gonna say like how, how long are the fill-in periods at the, at the school is it is it like you you fill in for six years and then the, the then it's like all right here you go well, <laughs> right. 
it's it's always just been Bella Blue is is the creator. She's the headmistress of the school, and she's yes. been teaching all the classes through the years, and then having guest teachers from New York and Seattle and Texas and all over, like different performers that come into town. If they're here for long enough, she has them teach a class, like a special workshop, mm-hmm. on what they do best. But she's been teaching everything and she's never had another instructor and so whenever she was either sick or scheduling issues I would fill in and do some of the the classes and finally I was one of the ones she felt confident enough that she was like I'm gonna hand you over some classes and so I started doing every Tuesday and then she's like I want you to teach every Tuesday and Thursday so now she's focusing mainly on monthly like workshops Awesome. And I've taken over the regular Tuesday and Thursday classes teaching the future burlesquers nice. of America. Yeah, she was actually on our show, what, three episodes ago? Technically speaking, currently she is two episodes back right. as of this recording. Right. Yeah. Uh, very nice lady. Seemed very oh, yeah. tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she works really, really hard. I mean, you know, she produces multiple shows. She teaches. And children. She, she I was going to say that everything. too. Yes, yes. She That's has a full time job in itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, she's got two kids too. So we we kind of all work together to uh, help untire her. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you you untied her? Hold on. Why was she tied up? I thought that, that was I thought that was more cabaret conversation. <laughs> So you said uh, future burlesquers of America. How how are they doing? The future burlesque. Well, have you noticed any uh, anything standing out? Uh, they're wonderful. We have several uh, students who have been taking classes for years now. They just keep coming back and doing more and more classes because they keep learning more. And they've started to branch out and actually perform in shows alongside us or in student showcases. So it, it's nice to see them grow. And some people don't do it to become burlesque performers. We have a lot of males and females who who come to either just feel good about themselves or to use it as an exercise because it is a very big cardio workout. It can take some strength training and some toning because you have to work your legs and your butt and your arms. Oh, and yeah. All that, all that fun stuff and your abs. And so it, it, it is a workout. Now, how long are your classes usually? I mean, do, it's an hour. It is an hour. Okay, well, that's, that's I was going to say like ten minutes. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> like, it's an hour, and I teach this. I teach one uh, real high cardio class, which is a 1960s go-go class, and so it's all like old school 1960s go-go cool. moves, and they have to for an hour do nothing but go-go, and it's it's pretty intense. That's they, cool. they pretty much collapse afterwards. <laughs> Wayne, um, Wayne go goed for an hour one time. But yep, that was and, and I went and went. I was and, done. And I ended with Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> at the at the end of a I don't know season or semester, do y'all have like a special ceremony where you you award them their their name? Yeah, well they have they can pick their own names. Um, we all we all get to pick our own names. Uh, some people are given names. Some people create them on their own. Names come from all different places and inspirations but we do have a student showcase which is kind of like a ballet recital but you take your clothes off so it's the best ballet recital ever yeah i'd watch that over ballet any day of the week so basically we have a student showcase where 
people fill the always lounge and it's packed every time and each of them gets to do a routine that they've created on their own and we've sometimes helped them with either choreography or like ideas or costumes and concepts but they create everything on their own and then they debut it basically for us to see for the first time in its entirety and for a place filled with almost 200 people that's pretty cool wow Mm -hmm. how did you learn the art of the dance yes i uh my case is actually a very uh odd and special case That, that now I have to tell you, I guess. Why, yes. <laughs> but a lot of people ask me that, that are students, like, you know, how did you get into this? And I'm like, well, don't follow my path because I, you know, I want you to learn and, and, and not do it ass backwards. You're like on I the did. skull and crossbones. I can, and... I, can, I can say ass on here, right? Oh, you, you can know, say whatever ass, shit, no. whatever oh, okay. you want. Yeah, no, we, don't, we don't allow any of that stuff. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Don't don't mislead this young lady. <laughs> don't I lead her down a path sure, of like, sin. I just want to make sure like how uh, how profane I can get. We um you can say every word you want. Okay, good. Because it's Fucking been said. Right. There okay. you go. You can't say and. <laughs> you cannot say and. Okay, I have to do it without saying and. In fact, no prepositions anything. whatsoever. Oh, okay. No B, no I. I oh, got it. Wow, that's <laughs> terrible. I don't even know all the prepositions. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I'd have to look at a list. So, so. You'll be graded on a curve. <laughs> <laughs> or on your curves. Ah! Anyway, so. Shrimp shot. So back to your, your story. <laughs> How can I top that? <laughs> so I was literally thrown into it. So Trixie Minx, when I first moved down here, I'm from Ohio originally. Okay. And so when I first moved down here, I, I had no friends, no family. And so one of my first friends that I that I knew was Trixie Minx, and she is the head of Florida Tees Burlesque here right. in the city. And she was like, oh, I run a burlesque troupe. And I was like, what the fuck is burlesque? I was like, I don't, what is this thing? You know, and I'm I'm 19 years old, and I, I'm like, I don't, I don't, what is this? She's like, well, come to a show. So I came to a show, and I was blown away. Just the costumes and the group numbers and the props and you know, having the aerialists and magicians and just the entire show was spectacular. And growing up on a farm in the middle of nowhere, Ohio, this was amazing to me. And so she was like, look, I need some help promoting the show to tourists because I have a lot of locals that come, but tourists off of Bourbon Street and stuff don't really go down that kind of area because it's more of a local place. So she was like, can I dress you up in a costume like, you know, a few hours before the show and you can go hand out flyers on Bourbon Street each time we have a show. And I was like, sure, I'll do that. So she would put me in a costume and I would go and I'd hand out flyers. Well, one day uh, I was coming back from handing out the flyers and she comes running up to me and she's like, our stage kitten is sick. She got food poisoning or something. She's not coming in. We have no one to pull the curtain. We have no one to to stage manage in the back. She's like, I, I need... Some I need you to help. Could you could you just pull the curtain and so everybody else can like do props and pick up clothes, you know? And I was like, oh, okay, just teach me what ropes to pull. Sure. <laughs> so I did that for a year and a half <laughs> because apparently I was really good at it. <laughs> so I started pulling curtain and doing stage kittening and prop, you know, moving the props and setting all that stuff up. These sound like drug references. 
<laughs> I, was, I was pulling curtain out in, in the French Quarter when I was 19. I was stage kidding, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Slinging that trip. <laughs> well, you know, rhinestones are our drug of choice. So. <laughs> That's gonna be the There's, we, we deal those like crack. Like they come, they come in grosses. They come in little baggies. And they get shipped to us in little baggies, and it looks like we're dealing some kind of, like, drug on the side. Like, you count them up, and there's, like, 144 per gross. <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm, I'm kind of like a rhinestone cowboy. Yeah, uh, like Breaking Bad when they come in the blue bag, you know? Yeah, you the blue exactly. It's, it's just like that. I don't get that reference. Only a lot more sparkly. <laughs> yeah, a little more shiny. Um, but, so... So you were stage kittening. So I was stage kittening. What? And one day, you know, I get a call from her because another performer, uh, Roxy LaRouche, she broke her toe before a performance. Like, damn it. Almost like three or four days before the performance. Did a beam fall on her? <laughs> did, did rum no. come to rescue? No, she actually broke it going into another performance at the Howlin' Wolf. Oh, jeez. Yeah, she was on her way to perform Pick up and your feet when you broke walk. her toe. Wow. Mm. So... She broke her toe and couldn't perform, and they were having a show in Baton Rouge, and they needed a certain amount of performers. And back then, there wasn't as many performers as we have now, nor were they, you know, in town or, or they were busy. They were already booked. So there was no one, and she needed to fill a spot. So she calls me, and she goes, so uh, you're going to come up with a routine and a costume, and you're going to go and perform in Baton Rouge. And I was like, what? She was like, I know you can do this. Like, I had taken one burlesque class. I had not, like, all I had basically done is watched it for a year and a half in the wing. So I had watched these performers, you know, once a month for almost two years. And I was like, what, what? She's like, I know you can do this. She's like, you can do this. And so I went and did it and haven't stopped since. That's Pretty awesome. Cool. So you were on the forefront of the burlesque explosion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was right on the cusp right before it started to get huge. Um, I was probably into it probably about about almost two years before it exploded down here in New Orleans. Um, it had exploded other places already, but New Orleans, you know, <laughs> picks up a little bit slower. So, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Which I'm just trying to. We're, we're trying. Me and me and Buck over here are just trying to avoid all the uh, the innuendo jokes that we could be throwing <laughs> out with exploding no, I, and. I got out of the giggles. Dish those out to me. I would <laughs> be so disappointed if those did not happen we, while I know, was on I, this podcast. I kept wanting to say face, all this other stuff, but it, it just, it just ex exploded just, everywhere. Yeah, all over. Yeah. Ah. Oh, I can't take them anywhere, by the way. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Shut your face, Rum. No, he's too drunk no. to walk. That's yeah, he can't take us nowhere because it's no, illegal just, to drive we drunk. Can't, we, they'll, they'll cause a scene at a Denny's. It doesn't matter. Says the guy <laughs> who spears people every time he's in town. Yeah. Hey, I'm beating this guy up today. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, he deserved it. Freaking cab. I'm stealing a cab. Every, every time you meet a stranger, it's like, Stone Cold! Stone Cold! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to open a can of whoop ass on you, boy. He's hitting them in the solar plexus. Anyway, so um, 
So you, yeah, so burlesque has taken you around the country. I, I saw you were in New York and not oh, terribly yes. long I've, ago. I've, I've been in New York. Uh, New York is wonderful. I always somehow pick to go during the coldest months of the year. I don't awesome. know why. Awesome. Because you're from Ohio. And because it's always cold there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's, it's New York. Everyone's cold. cold. Ohio's like Pennsylvania. I grew up in Pennsylvania. And yeah. it's uh, you've got Here like maybe go. a month and a half, two months of decent weather, then it's done. Ohio's not like Pennsylvania. There's way more syllables in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Rum. That's just silly. See now, now he now you upset him. Now he's gonna go cry. I'm just I, I don't know what to say to you. You're... I think he's holding back a laugh. <laughs> yeah, he, is. he is. He's I, will, I will not give him the satisfaction of laughing at that. I'm gonna I, drop I, another I beam on you. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I noticed um, New York. New York, yes, yes. I've been to New York. Um, I've performed at uh, the Slipper Room, which is this historic burlesque venue that's been around. And uh, Wasabasco Burlesque does amazing shows up there. And I was just up for their ten-year anniversary. They've actually been producing burlesque shows for ten years, which is almost unheard of in the burlesque scene because everyone either changes, you know, names or, or venues and, and this and that. And they've managed to grow and have multiple venues and multiple shows weekly that, you know, have exploded into this family and have kept it. Let that one go. Let that one go. I was going to say that's so terrible, but I'm going to let it go. The aristocrats. Anyway, go on. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I've been to D.C., Baltimore, Indianapolis. Um, There's a great troupe up there called the Rocket Doll Review. Um, Yeah, pretty much everywhere. The only only place I haven't hit is the uh, West Coast. West Coast is my my next, uh, my next, uh, I don't know. Is there somewhere Adventure. specific West Coast that, that, that you would like to go to that, that's kind of known um, for that? San Francisco is a nice, you know, a big place. Uh, Seattle actually has a, has a scene. Um, probably hit Portland. It's, it's literally almost, you, you name a city and it has a burlesque scene. Well, if you no. go to San Francisco, we will tell our friend Hemel and his girlfriend, the yes. Unicorn. And then we'll go Hemel see you. and the Unicorn will go see you. Yay! That would be so. amazing. Yeah. yeah, they're good people. Yeah. Well, Travis is a piece of shit, but other than that, it's all right. <laughs> His girlfriend's nice. Girlfriend's a unicorn, so that's all yes. right. Yes. She's yeah. a she's a rarity. Mm-hmm. Now, what 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 is why why do we call her the unicorn again? Because her her mother her is lineage. Malaysian. Yes. Her father is British. And they live in Australia. They, yeah. They 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 fell in love, moved to Australia, and produced children. So they have a strange. So she's an Asian that speaks. With an Australian she's a, accent. She's half British, half, half Asian, but she's all Australian. Yeah. She's a unicorn. She is a unicorn. <laughs> she's a rare breed. Holy fuck, she is a unicorn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, they do exist. It's it's so funny, too, because uh, coming from an American perspective... When you see an Asian person, you you well, I mean, I'm I'm Asian, so I don't necessarily expect any accent. Right. But I expect if there is an accent, I expect it to be Asian. You're not then, Asian. Yes, he is. Oh, Jesus Christ, he is. What part? Never mind. The Philippines. My foot. My foot's the Asian part. <laughs> Just the right one. It's a little slanted. The left is all whitey. Anyway. <laughs> So I don't I don't necessarily expect any accent, but then when when someone talks 
and they're they're clearly Asian, and you get an Australian accent, your it's brain goes, weird. "What? What? Wait, what? Huh?" I, like when when I first met her, I just kind of stared. Mm. I was like, "What are you saying?" And I've been obsessed with Australia since I was like five. So and I was Asians. like, "Tell me more. Tell me more. Take me to your magical place, Miss Unicorn." <laughs> I was gonna. Make he was gonna it, say was he was gonna, gonna, gonna make, ride her, but you yeah. Know. And then I realized, oh wait, that's that's rude. Nah. And she thinks I'm nice, so you know. boy, is she mistaken? It's hurtful. Anyway, oh, so, I still love you. So back back to Miss Cherry Brown. I don't. Yes. Oh, so so San Francisco. Sorry, San Francisco. Huh? Yeah. Where? <laughs> so what do you have going on here? Uh, well, we have. I have lots of things uh, going on. I bet. Uh, we have. Monthly shows uh, that I perform in. There's the Clue Burlesque show where the audience actually gets to play along and try to find the killer. So Ooh, we do Clue. and that's uh, I that's would do fun. that. One. We all play different, you know, obviously the different characters of Clue, but we don't reveal who we are until you see us on stage. So it's this because cool. the audience can win prizes like the actual board game and CDs and posters and T-shirts. And you know, the cool, cool thing about that is Cherry Brown totally could have been a Clue character yeah i am a clue character cherry brown did it in the library with the sparkles <laughs> right <laughs> with the with the bag of meth which again sounds <laughs> sounds vaguely like a sexual innuendo it does it really does you know but that's well, I, okay i watched uh, i watched a few of your performances that you had on youtube since i i have not had the honor of seeing you perform live yet have, uh, has any have, have any of you seen me perform no, I get invited to burlesque shows, but they're always at, at times when it's the next morning is work. Right? Oh yeah, no, I, I completely understand. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, hate. I, w- I would, no, but we we legitimately feel bad. And there was yeah, because we'd like to go to a lot. There was a few like, where we were like, we're definitely going. Well, you went to you went to a couple. You, I know you guys went yeah. to see. Um, I did. Was it Remy and 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 them do? Um, I, was it that Arkham Arkham Asylum? No, we were no, supposed we to. We were go supposed to, to go. We never. Did I go. have I have actually seen them perform at Southport Hall mm-hmm. with Reverend Spooky Lestrange's troupe, but I. <laughs> I well, they, I mean, they I wasn't actually I wasn't actually going there to see them. They 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 were part of a performance. Well, they performed one on our one of our shows too. So, you know, we, we which episode is that? No, not. <laughs> Not of the podcast. Are you going to do comment of burlesque commentary? You can totally. Yes. Ooh, Ooh, that would be great. Oh, we're totally doing that episode. Although it's going to get weird doing it in Wayne's. You know what? Like I'm going to let that one slide too. Yeah. Uh, he wants to do it. Uh, but yeah, there's many. There's many shows. Uh, the Blue Book is our weekly show, and it's on Bourbon Street. It's at Lucky Pierre's, and that is the first burlesque show to be on bourbon street on a regular basis since the 1960s when they shut down all the burlesque halls wow that's cool mm-hmm. and it's it's in um it's at 735 bourbon so it's right before saint anne right next to marie laveau's voodoo thing i don't know what else it's called uh voodoo <laughs> shop <laughs> voodoo temp voodoo thing it's the little place <laughs> it's this little building with like a thousand things in it and you can't yeah. walk around with this one little pole. That's what it is. I, I like the yeah. I, I like the idea that New Orleans shut down burlesque in, in the French Quarter. It's like, well, you can do drugs. You can totally have sex. You can you drink. Can, you can uh, expel your excretions in, the, <laughs> in street, the street. But God forbid a woman with a feather boa takes off some clothes. 
and dances yeah. for you. We'll it have none even of that nonsense. Show, like, you know, that's the thing is like, you know, burlesque is the art of the strip tease. You know, we're telling a story through a strip, but it's to leave them wanting a little more. But that was too much. Well, what? What? <laughs> Maybe what that was your think? problem. I, Maybe I you didn't you're... take off enough. Maybe they were yeah, totally like, like hey. uh. I mean, granted, you weren't around in the 60s, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> or was I? Are you a time Ooh. lord? Maybe. She's the 15th doctor. I knew it. <laughs> Shit. What do you think was the reason <laughs> they started closing down all the burlesque? Because well, of, it, of it, you, the, Rum. The popularity was, was done. Uh, porn, you know, came out. It was one of those things of, like, porn became huge in the 60s and 70s. And, Thank you, you know, 60s. They, bur- burlesque <laughs> couldn't move to TV, and so they closed them all down because it, it lost its spark. People became uninterested because it was it was extremely popular. I, I know, you know. I mean, burlesque. What, what it started in the twenties, didn't it? Burlesque like, really? actually, they don't know when it actually started, but it's they have dates way way before that. I mean, Lydia Thompson, um, who had the British Blondes, they're from Britain, and they were performing in New York doing burlesque shows in the eighteen sixties. Wow. wow. Man, yeah. is that one of the classes at the the school of burlesque? Do you have a history class? There are history classes. Oh, I we have not taught one at the New Orleans School of Burlesque, oh. Oh. but I know quite a few Damn. performers who, around the world, teach history classes or write books or you know research well, this in order to well, yeah mm-hmm. yeah to keep it alive. I mean, you 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 kind of no matter what you do, you need to know where it came from and how it started. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and that's that is important. Yeah, we we try to keep it alive, but you also need to know the history behind, you know, your art form. <coughs> I think every artist needs to know the history behind their art and what they're doing. And right. it's because we are recreating, you know, classic bump and grinds and classic strip teases, but we also are, are inner, innovating and making new, which is neo-burlesque which new burlesque and so people are using pop culture references of to modern today or, or they're getting like really intense with like LEDs or you know crazy technology that they can use nowadays in a burlesque routine whereas in burlesque back in the day they would do pop culture of their day but it wasn't as prevalent mm-hmm. as today so we're no, there's modern there was a burlesque lot of Al Jolson and there's references. classic burlesque are you you're more would you Consider yourself more classic then? I'm very classic. I, 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 I would love to do modern, but I I haven't found anything that I would want to do properly as a modern piece. I'm mm-hmm. I'm more of a classic bump and grind, um, you know, classic strip tease artist that does jazz and blues and everything. But a little bump and grind. Wayne's very classic bump and grind too, but he just has a bad hit. That's true. It's it's you know it's metallic. And it's actually not funny because it is true. <laughs> no, I'm more more like I have a bad I have a bad knee. I don't have a bad hip. I've got bad everything. We We're know gonna, your wife you guys, told us. You guys should do DDP yoga with me. It totally wait a minute. Fixes wait, your knee. are you are you really doing? Are you doing Diamond Dallas Page? Well, I was yoga? I was gonna get I into sure that. Am. She she uh she has her um uh she's not just a fan of burlesque. Dun dun dun. Oh. She uh, much like our last guest. Not, I don't want to get into that. But uh, our last guest was really into something kind of nerdy. Uh, well, not kind of nerdy. Well, yeah, very she nerdy. was. She was into X Files. Uh, um, Miss Cherry Brown loves wrestling. Wrestling. Oh yeah. 
And you have a dream, don't you? I have a drink. A dream. A dream. A dream. Like yes, tangled? I do. <laughs> I do. I'm like, wait. If you'd like you know a drink, I have a drink. Like? I've got a few things here. Rome's got plenty <laughs> enough for everybody Actually, to drink. Actually, there is a cherry brown ale in Ireland, but they if won't you... import it. <laughs> Those I will get you some. How's that? Please. Please. I will get you some cherry brown ale from Ireland. Not a problem. Okay. Thank you. I'll it's wait on that. A, just so you know, it's entirely possible that, that he's not kidding. It's No, I, I, will, I will get you some. I have quite a few friends in Ireland. Uh, one of my bosses is uh, from Ireland. He goes, they actually also run an Irish tour, so I'll just have him bring some back, and next time I come down, I'll bring, I'll bring it to you. Uh, the rum guy blends fact and fiction on, on, on a, a daily basis. basis. I love it's, you, rum guy. Hey, that's not a problem. <laughs> he might but, know one of your favorite wrestlers and might have attacked that wrestler and like hates in real life. <laughs> Who's your favorite wrestler now? Uh, I, I there are a lot of wrestlers that I like, but Shawn Michaels is, is yes my the heartbreak kid. My my because of his hair, <laughs> yes. chaps because of his chaps. Is it, is it's because of his chaps, chaps, isn't it? No, it's his his personality. Like, yeah, sure. His uh-huh. professionalism, right. his skill, like yeah. to entertain the crowds. I like I how you drew a out lot the of his, his kind of techniques when it comes to burlesque, like just being a character and being able to, you know, reach you know, out to the well, audience and play to the back of the house. I get it's confused with him amazing. all the time. It's, it gets kind of embarrassing. Why do you get confused? Because people think I look like him. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a far stretch. Look, you look like the alien from Meatballs 2. It's a Mr. Too. Fantastic stretch. That's, that's how <laughs> big a stretch it is. Rum reminds me of the alien from uh, Meatballs 2 with long what? hair. Thanks, <laughs> I'm just messing. Didn't that alien Thanks, end man. up on American Dad or something? You know, you know I, it's, it's not as bad as the Gwildor reference I did the other day. I called you Gwildor last time. Gwildor's I don't even know who Gwildor is. Oh, come on. Anyway, uh, so so you but have yes, a dream. I, ha- I have a dream. Would you is like that to... what we were going with? Not yes, yeah. yes, not Gwildor. I was kind of hoping you'd sing the Tangled song, to be honest with you. <laughs> I would sing the what? No, nobody Tangled. knows that movie but Everyone you. Everyone knows Tangled. No. I have a dream. Everybody likes Frozen, obviously. No, I don't either, but thank you. <laughs> thank you. So what is the dream? Um, well... My my dream has always been to be a commentator, um, female commentator for the WWE. So that's my. That's awesome. That's well, that's really dream. good because if your dream was to be a male commentator, <laughs> it'd be weird or difficult at the least. But we don't judge, so. right? We uh, well, it's one of those things of before I moved to New Orleans, I always wanted to be a wrestler. Well, and why? Why did I was going to go train? And and like I was like I'm gonna move to Florida. I'm gonna train. I'm gonna become a, a wrestler. Become a WWE diva. And then I moved to New Orleans, became a burlesque for- performer, and went close enough. I'm in the South. Wait, way less. <laughs> way less impact. So it's good. Yeah. Way less impact. So. But I, when I became a burlesque performer, I put my entire self into it. <laughs> I'm waiting for a sexual innuendo from one of you. Nope. Mm. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Good. And no so way, I, I tried really hard to be able to push my career and not have to hustle and be able to perform regularly. And so now that that has happened and now that I have this career that I can I can travel and I have enough networking and I have costumes and I have routines and I'm I'm building and building, but I'm not having to devote 
24 hours into it, I was like, I really still love wrestling. And so I started doing podcasts and started doing reviews and, and was like, I still really love this. I should really give this a shot. And so I ended up hooking up with Wildcat Sports and Entertainment and they were like, we really would love to have a female. We've been wanting a female commentator and interviewer for so long. And I came along at the perfect time. So, again, I fell into it. Mm-hmm. And That's so awesome. now I'm practicing and doing interviews and So you got thrown under burlesque and you and fell into wrestling, wrestling commentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you must get bruised a lot. Yeah, yeah you don't walk anywhere? It just seems, <laughs> seems easier. <laughs> no, when I want to do something, I just kind of, you know, fall right into it. Right. So. Yeah, you do. I don't know. <laughs> that, that, did, that didn't work. It uh, just exploded all over the place. Yeah. Coincidentally, uh, like like legitimately coincidentally, uh, we're, Luke Hawks is supposed to be on the show next Wednesday. Next week, yep. Oh, that's my boss. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't know if he's gonna have time. He might be busy, like yelling at AJ Styles on Twitter. It seems. To, I don't know how he has time to wrestle with all of his time. Yelling he at AJ is Styles an amazing. Luke is such an amazing trainer. I am so impressed seeing him. You know, throughout this, because I go to all of the practices that I can, just just to watch and to get filled in on if we're doing certain matches and you know all you, that fun you got, stuff you got filled in <laughs> is he paying you to say that oh, hey yeah. you asked for that one by the no, way oh yeah <laughs> he's actually not paying he doesn't even know that i'm doing this so he's uh, this will be a surprise surprise luke <laughs> i don't think he actually listens to the show but yeah, but, uh, but, we, no, but, but i'm sure he'll hear about this yeah, yeah. all right um yeah i actually uh i i will say you know um I, I went to the first show that Booker T did with uh, Hardcore Holly, and me and my buddy Fletch have a a f- uh, photo booth business, a photography business called Famous Boom. Plug. I'm cool with it. I'm too. <laughs> Do you need to get those T-shirts made? Because if Do I it. have money, so, Shameless <laughs> anyway. Plug. So so Boom Photo Works, and we we went out there, and we actually you know took took pictures of the of the wrestlers for Luke and all that. And, uh, and Fletch yelled at someone. Yeah, Fletch. <laughs> great story. Fletch. Fletch yelled at Booker T. Yes. And and hurt Booker T's feelings. Made him cry. It was terrible. It was it was pretty sad. It was like looking at a giant wounded puppy. So anyway, <laughs> um, but uh, but I was very impressed. You know, I've 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 been to plenty of WWE live events, and I've I've been at TNA ring ringside, and you know, I I kind of got tired of wrestling several years ago probably yeah. six seven years ago but when i was there i was like yeah this, this is the real deal it's, <laughs> it's, it's this is a very good product it brought the yeah, feelings back. wildcats tries so hard i mean they they're one of the best products i i think in the south they have such a unique personality and luke tries so hard to make every event better mm. than the next um after the row matches we did a double header just recently mm-hmm. and it was for ROW was coming to us. And so it was, this means war. And so a bunch of the ROW guys came and we had a full on battle title matches. We had Ray Horace and Bestia Cicis. They came in and Guess did 
Yeah, they did actual like professional lucha libre oh, that's cool. style match, and it was the most amazing match. Ray Horace is the son of Ray Mysterio Senior. Oh, oh, really? Okay, cool. Yes, great uh, lineage Ray, right there. Ray Mysterio from the WWE is actually his nephew, and because uh-huh. Ray Horace wasn't old enough to wrestle when the name was being passed on, and so Ray Mysterio Senior's nephew took it. Oh. But Ray Horace is actually the son of Ray Mysterio Sr. So it's an amazing lineage, and it was so amazing to see them in the ring with each other, just high-flying. And, you know, they go into the crowd, they come outside the ring. The audience, was it's it was packed, it was screaming. I was able to, I was doing interviews the first night. I was doing interviews in the back in the locker room the whole time and got to interact with the ROW guys and talk about lucha and just cut promos and then the second night i was ringside and it it was like yep this is where this is where i'm supposed to be this perfect so now i'm pretty freaking cool i love watching those matches because there's so i mean there's there's so much talent goes into those type of matches Mm -hmm. oh wow but can you imagine their like family functions do you ever think about that like can you imagine, a- you imagine that fight at the wedding, you know, like they're flying all over it's, the place. It's worth noting that uh, Rum used to be a wrestler back in the day. He was Bozo the Drunk. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> He'd come out with a bottle. Hey, kids. You know. He wasn't paid. He was just a drunk in a clown costume <laughs> that would come out and beat people mercilessly. When I was younger, we used to do uh, backyard wrestling, which was oh, yeah. really kind of stupid and dangerous. Oh, of course. I oh, did, too, dude. as a kid. I grew up around all boy cousins, and I was uh-huh. the only girl. So, of course, we well, wrestled, Ro- and they would choke slam me onto the ground and all that fun stuff. Well, that's how we That's how we trained. We, we'd watch wrestling, yeah. all the events all week, and then we'd get to, like, like Sunday. And, and be like, all right, let's all get together at a field and beat each other senseless and Ro- laugh about Ro- it. Rum wrestled cows, though. It was, yeah. it was a little different. Don't, yeah. don't try this at home. Do not do backyard wrestling, kids. And no. if you're listening to this podcast, don't listen to this podcast because it's off. <laughs> yeah, We're terrible yeah, people. Do it, in the kitchen. do it in the kitchen. It's a lot safer. Yeah. I mean, we used to take glass and smash it on each other's heads and shit when we did that stuff, like window frames and stuff. Speaking of which, I, I feel like I should ask Miss Cherry Brown what? to be the commentator when we set up a jello pool and Wayne and Rum. Why? Why do I? Why is there going to be jello? Happy because I'm the be one that came up with this joke. Be the commentator for that. Okay, that'd be great. We're going to videotape it. There's going to be shirts and skins. It's really up to that uh, the gentleman. That's you know. pretty gross, but I'll yeah. fight you in some jello rum. And it's going to be a hair match. Whoever loses gets their shots? back hair shaved. No, it should have their head shaved because rum would shit himself. I'm not shaving my head. Exactly. <laughs> How about facial hair shave? You know what? If Rum shaved his head, he'd look like a stockier Heisenberg. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Do you Who? Know? Heisenberg. Never mind, does, Rum. Doesn't he have a trophy? Uh, no, he's got a balloon. Uh, yes, he balloon. does. Uh, so, so yeah, Wild, Wildcat is, is so amazing. I am impressed with all of, of the wrestlers. We have two female wrestlers that are making a debut. Our next show is March 20th. Ooh. At uh, DJ Meisler Middle School in nice. Metairie. Nice. And the, the tickets are on sale on, on the website, wildcatsports.com. Cat, it's spelled with a K. What, what, what date was that? March they, 20th. Wildcats, March 20th. they do tour quite a bit, right? Or, oh, we can't yes, do that. Yes, yes. They, they do 
I mean, we we separate and people go all over. Like just recently, you know, you, they were in Houston. I, I really right. think they've been up my way here. I, I that sounds the Wildcats. We have a uh, a lot of people been up your way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think Rob's you know, thinking a, uh, of the a, uh, great Goldie kind of Hawn movie, boxing studio here that they do a lot of. Uh, matches at and it's and i really think wildcats was up here maybe a year ago yeah i'm they they travel everywhere i mean luke he is actually a professional stuntman and he coordinates a lot of stuff so i mean he gets connections and is able to travel i mean he worked really hard before doing wildcat in wrestling and wildcat's only been around for three years now like they opened in 2000 well not more than three years now but i mean it's been actually huge and actually debuting as an independent for only three years since 2012 so they've launched themselves yeah in just three years i mean they literally have been training almost every day i i see them train almost every day and it's i'm i'm baffled but it's it's amazing well if he ever needs another stunt man i do all my own stunts <laughs> badly so. you can no, come train I, at the you just come train at the school it's great you know I'll, I'll be there just yeah Liar. just come just it's come probably you should not you should not encourage him there's a good chance everyone in that building will die but him yeah i mean look at his neighbor <laughs> his neighbor's house fell on him today his wife is the no, only one I, that has I the... highly suggest i mean if you if you are looking to do wrestling as a profession and you want this there's no other place I could think of besides the WWE, you know, training school to go other than Wildcat. You know what? Now, now I'm juiced to do this. Uh, I have a question for all for everybody. I, I assume that everyone's been to a wrestling match at one point in their life. Yes. yes. Okay. What yeah. is the what is one of the most memorable matches you've seen live? God. Wow. Uh, recently, I would have to say I was at WrestleMania. Oh, nice. Every match there was pretty amazing, but The Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar was pretty epic. That's really cool. Yeah. But even uh, Daniel Bryan versus Triple H, I have to say, like, the WrestleMania had some amazing memories. Memories. Like the corners of my mind. (laughs) Misty watercolor I can tell you my most favorite match that ever ever seen was i was at an ecw match when they were in like Mm. people's garages and shit yeah and i was second row and um it was rob van dam versus sabu and they were fighting and there was no mats on the floor to protect these dudes i mean i watched this guy i watched him flip out of the ring onto the concrete you know i Mm -hmm. mean and it wasn't like a nice little Oh, like a roll. This dude hit his head on the concrete and got up, and I was like, Jesus Christ, you know? What, what was his name? Sabu? Sabu. Anyway. And then <laughs> the best part the best part of the whole match, though, was I, was I was probably 16 at the time. My mom took us to it, and she got a front row seat, okay? So she was in the front, and me and the fr- my friends were behind her. They threw Rob Van Dam on my mother. <laughs> now... My mom was quite willing, by the way. Oh, yes, yeah. She was so excited. She's like, take a fucking picture. Take a picture. 
So we're like taking pictures and of this dude like, laying <laughs> It was great. And he was choked. She was like, BBDs. Yeah, she was getting choked. Uh, he was getting choked in front of her and she was like taking pictures of his face. It was it was incredible. It was like one of the best shows I've ever seen. Oh, man. And my mom was like wetting herself. She was so excited. That's what I love about it. I love the show. The entertainment factor of it all. It's it's the show. It's yeah. the stories. Like that's that's what drew me to it and that's what kept me watching was their performances. You know. I mean, these guys beat the shit out of themselves. I don't yeah. actually remember any of the matches that I that I saw. Boy, you must have went to some bad matches. No, I, I no. Well the thing was like like the live events to me were always about like me and my friends doing stuff like most of the memories that I have are stuff like um, uh, this was when uh, Goldberg came back wow. and we we went all the way to what was it Montgomery Alabama yeah no Birmingham we were in Birmingham and, Birmingham uh, Alabama and, uh, <laughs> and Josh had his girlfriend at the time on his shoulders and and she was kind of a bitch and <laughs> and he's walking and she's like trying to get Goldberg's attention and she's not like she's kind of looking down. And he basically, <laughs> she she hit a tree. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful. Uh, I mean, the little things like that, and like how how ugly everybody was in, in Mobile. Like we were really pretty compared to everyone else. And <laughs> like and, I- then, uh, and and TNA being able to like like being five. Like five feet from him, yeah, or or, or whatever, whatever from, distance, from like yeah. Kurt Angle that's and cool. stuff like that. Yeah, like as as a small kid, like as a small child. I used to my my dad my mom used to bring me these shows all the time and like like one of the most memories that I remember as a kid was I got to see uh, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat Ooh. and I got to see Jimmy Superfly Snooker live so that was actually wow. really see, fucking cool you know that and um, my autographed junkyard dog picture which is Aww. pretty awesome you know as a kid because you see before they were like you know really famous or anything like they used to just you could just walk up to the the ring and they had these little pictures that you can pay like four or five bucks for and they would sign it for you yeah. so I mean I have like three or four different of these guys that I honestly junkyard dog is the only one I can remember by face the rest of these dudes I have no fucking clue who they are that's what you know we, we have that Kind of thing at, at Wildcat too during the the shows. There's you know, photo signings and poster signings and pictures and everything because these wrestlers they are training to get to the next level. Whether it's WWE or Impact or Ring of Honor or any other kind of indie uh, independent wrestling, you know, federation. They yeah. they are trying because you know indie is really the base of wrestling. I mean every wrestling federation that you know started out as an independent sure. little small little thing yeah. that has grown I, I hate to interrupt but i'd just like to thank the cast of stomp uh, who's, uh <laughs> or, or whoever's building the house <laughs> actually not gonna lie um so they're doing construction on the place next door <laughs> <laughs> that's what it, i'm like is rums like i was thinking rums neighbor was trapped under the house again is no, is, is no, that what not. they it's on. <laughs> is that what they told you? Because it's eight o'clock at night. Those are crackheads building like meth labs. <laughs> yeah, they're building some labs next door. I that or somebody's getting really freaky back there. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. They're like, we we just need to finish up some last minute things for tonight. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. That's whatever. They painted they painted the front of the house today. They painted our door. <laughs> I was like, why are you painting the door? Paint the door. <laughs> boom, boom. 
You know why? Because tonight, baby, I want to get freaky with you. I'm sorry. So, I'm still stuck on them banging. I apologize. Oh, no, it's fine. It's no, just kind of... It was just funny. We had, to, we had to point it out. Yes, no, they're uh, building... God knows what. Uh, <laughs> they're building a Mardi Gras float yeah, it, in, the, in the house next yeah. door. Yeah, you're going to walk over there like, what the hell? The it's going to be like a pirate ship. Just, no, the roof's just going to open up and it's going to float out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a so, helicarrier. So obviously your dream of, of being, well, you've, you've already gotten started on the path of being yes. a wrestling commentator. Awesome. You know, there's some pretty obvious goals that that could end with that, that you're looking towards, but... What about burlesque? Like, where where would you like to be? Like, ideally, like, what would you like to hope to accomplish? In, it's in different in burlesque because in burlesque you, you're never really you're never really at a stopping point. Um, I would love to write a book. I would love to be able to travel overseas uh, to Europe and. I think perform. it would be a great story to for you to do your uh, your the story of how you got started as a book. That'd be amazing. Yeah, it, I, I can't wait to write a book. I'm just waiting for a few more years to go by with a few more crazy things so the book isn't like, oh, this is exciting, and here's all the boring shit. <laughs> and I did this. I'm that's, done. That's the one chapter that, that – <laughs> here's, here's, here's all the boring shit. It's like how five. back in the day this is going to date me when everybody uh, bought Hillary Clinton's autobiography just to get to the part where she finds out about Bill having sex with Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> and it's like literally – like not even like two pages worth of information and you're like why did i read this book it's boring <laughs> yeah I, i'll be honest with you i, I never read that book no. if i if i want to hear that story i want it from bill yeah well people mm. bought his biography for that reason too first <laughs> first i was at the oval office and uh i really wanted a ham sandwich so i said monica monica you get me a ham sandwich and she came in and and then I was like, Monica. She was wearing that blue dress. Take them panties off, baby. <laughs> and so she took them panties off. And then I blew. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you can't even talk. He's like, and then, and then you. And then she blew me. And then I had a ham sandwich and it was a good day. And I gave her the cigar after. I didn't have cigars. You don't smoke cigars in the Oval Office. You only jizz on women. No, no. He crammed one inside of her. That's just gross. There's <laughs> well, that's what he did. I'm the president of the United States. He's a freak. I like to look at JFK's picture and say, what would JFK do? Stick a cigar inside of your intern. No, he'd probably like kill her and dump her body. Probably right. <laughs> oh, that's his, that's his brother. So back to Brady. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cherry Brown. Sorry. Way to go. Way to go. Oh, we got editing. Yeah, yeah. that's true. We do. No, we got editing. In that case, you. It's not live. It's not live. We're good. But yeah, and then the the silence just went through all that stuff. Yeah, burlesque, burlesque. Ah, Yeah. Oh, is that what we were talking about? I'm sorry. I'm gonna pause. I took us down a rabbit hole, and we could never try the blue pill. Burlesque, you can travel. I, I would love to be able to have my own production here in new orleans that could travel and and be able to hire you know more performers to be able to grow and 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 be seen by the world because that's burlesque is still actually underground even though so many people see it around the world now a lot of the mainstream masses 
still don't quite understand or know what burlesque is, whether it be because they've never heard of it, because they they don't live in a place that's closer to the city, or they've seen that horrible Christina Aguilera movie. <laughs> oh, come on, girl! That should have worn a. That should have worn In which, a in which they, in which they think that you know we we dance and sing and we're it, it's it's more of a cabaret, which that's that's more cabaret. So they don't understand that you know it's the art of the striptease. They're like, what? What? You're not going to sing and and bop around? It's like no. <laughs> it some, turns into a Disney show. Yeah, there actually is some amazing performers that do sing and strip at the same time, and they're amazing Thank you. at it. And then there's that weird chick who like has her <laughs> boobs like dance along to Christmas songs. <laughs> yeah, that's talent. I'm going to say I there's a few burlesque performers that can isolate like that, and we do actually have um, we teach classes. Michelle Amore is, is one of the head of Chicago's You You teach uh, a burlesque booby school. dancing class? And they, no, Michelle Amore teaches uh, a, a booty lab class, and she Whoa. teaches butt, butt isolations. Uh, Michelle Amore has an amazing routine called Buttoven, and it's where she comes out in That's like awesome. a little half uh, tuxedo cape and sits down and moves her butt to Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. Oh, I do. Oh no, I have to look this up. I think Booty yeah. Labs is my but, favorite word. Beethoven. That's going to be the <laughs> name of this. Booty Lab is the name of the class. But yeah, Michelle that is, Moore's, that's the name of my next band. No, that's the name she of this is the head episode. At Chicago uh, School of Burlesque. She she teaches. She's got the the yeah. dojo for your mojo. That's awesome. Nice. That's another good one. So so yeah, it's it's our sister schools. We have sister schools like the New York School of Burlesque. Seattle School of Burlesque. Basically, we're all connected, and people come from those schools to teach in New Orleans, and we from New Orleans go to those schools. Like Bella goes to a lot of those schools to teach, and so everything's connected that way. If you're closer to a city, it's like, oh, you can go to this school and learn, and then you can go to this school and learn. And if you're in town in New Orleans, you can come to us and and take a few classes. We are many. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we, we y'all, Burlesque is always building, always, always building. Y'all are like the Borg. Yeah, you will we're be never assimilated. Stop. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. assimilate everybody until the world is all yeah, Burlesque. We're no, you'll be. Oh, everyone. she beat me to it. <laughs> God damn it! Wait, what happened? I didn't... She said you're gonna be assimilated. That's right. Yes. <sighs> she got you, dude. It was close. It was close, but fuck this, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the new resident drunk. Yeah. Yeah. What? Rum ah. quit too? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're replacing me. You're, you're replacing the resident lunatic. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there I you can go. do that too. Oh, uh, hold on now. He's asleep. <laughs> you're gonna. You're gonna you got to do better than that to replace me. There's don't. It's only one buck lightning, baby. Don't wake the cuddle bear. <laughs> He's not too cuddly let, once let he gets Let sleeping woken. cuddle bears lie. That's right. <laughs> Is it? Uh, I got one more question for you that I, I was thinking about. He's uh, got one, just one, just one, just one. Just just one. one. You can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Yeah. Just That's one not where I was going off. with it. Uh, you no, know, I've been. I, in my mind, and we were uh, uh, on a uh, tangent, and I almost forgot it. Um, uh, you had mentioned about traveling and stuff like that. Is it is it costly to do uh, the traveling for the show? Do you have to take a lot of out of pocket to get there? I mean, yes, yes, it is. Uh, 
it's very costly unless you're working with a contract or you're working with some big production where they're going to cover your travel and lodging and such. To be able to get there and make money, you have to spend money. That's true. I mean, you got to. It's the same with our costumes and stuff. Most of the money that we make, we put back into our costumes. It's a lot of time and effort, but we love it, and uh, I do it as hard and as much as I can. (laughs) Yeah. Take that as a soundbite. Yes, you know that's right. We will. Sure. Did you just say you love it hard as fast as it can? Ah, Bill, I think she wants to be your new intern, sir. (laughs) I would love that. I'm going to send Monica with the car to pick you up. And a fresh okay, box great. of cigars. Make sure she brings one of those awesome handbags she started making afterwards. Well, she'll bring you an awesome hand job. <laughs> <laughs> and he can vouch she for that. <laughs> but yeah. Did you know you, this is what you were coming into when you agreed to do this show? Uh, no, but I'm very happy that it is what I was coming into. <laughs> I'm just glad you came. It seems like so we, we, we yeah have. exactly <laughs> set and spike. That's exactly what I was. I was letting oh, it go, man. trying to get it there. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> but so, we we brought Bella Blue on a week ago to talk about like how to handle her her son's puberty. Yeah, that was funny. And I, teach him how to yeah. masturbate because I gar- I I really guarantee she did not expect that that type no. of cast. No, no. We, I did volunteer to have the talk with the you boy. Gotta, you've got well, you to mix it up. Stuff. This is great. Who wouldn't want to listen to me ramble on? Who wouldn't want to listen to a burlesque performer ramble on about wrestling and then make really perverted jokes? you damn right. I agree. And that's why we have the listeners that we do. Yeah. Thank you, six people. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did a little better than that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do, we do. Yeah, Nine. you at least got ten. Ex- yeah, exactly. And we got a new one, so it's eleven. We'll do eleven. Uh, yeah. What are, we at, what are we at country-wise now? Ninety-six. Uh, uh, I, thought, I thought you meant outlaw country. Not, Ninety-six countries listen outlaw to this country. show. Outlaw country, woo! Uh, uh, outlaw it? Like, yes, I agree. It should be outlawed. She, was, she just made an archer joke, dude. I, I know. So You are not that. my way, supervisor. Way, way to step on her joke. I didn't. Dick. You do. You, you step on the moment. That's why I never get anything, you know, like a word in. If you were, if you were a Native American, your your name would be Steps on Jokes. (laughs) Wow, that was good. Yours would be lame ass jokes. That doesn't really work. Yeah, it does kinda. No. No. Fuck. No. Sorry. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) What was the one question that Rome had? Did we did we plow through that? I already did. So to speak. Yeah, plow through it. Powered through. Shot it right off, Adam. I don't think we talked about this with Bella Cherry. If somebody wants to take a class with you, if they want to learn the art of striptease and dance, and yeah, how to yell at wrestlers. Yes. How do how do they reach the lovely, lovely Cherry, Cherry Brown. Brown? Well, you can reach me in many many ways. Oh, yeah. uh, I do have a I do have a website. It's uh, misscherrybrown.com. And then there's Facebook. You can find me under Cherry Brown. It's very simple. There's also the New Orleans School of Burlesque, which is NOLA, schoolofburlesque.com. And I teach every Tuesday and Thursday. But all of the info's on the website. Let's see. Our, God, there's Instagram. There's Twitter. Pretty much if you go to my website, you will find all of the connections. And then you can find the connections to my pages 
for burlesque and for wrestling since I go under Brittany Nicole as wrestling commentator for Wildcat Sports and Entertainment. It's Brittany with two eyes, by the way. <laughs> it is. It's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I. <laughs> so I, two eyes together. I was like, it doesn't make sense to have two eyes together. I, I, I know Rome no, was, Rome was thinking. It, it no, there's usually a nose in between. <laughs> I was like, that's not how you, but Brittany, B-R-I-I. <laughs> Rome was sitting there going, what the fuck? That's the weirdest spelling ever. Brittany. <laughs> well, there's good. a wrestling name, Brittany. Brittany. Yeah, so please, everyone, come take a class. It's all genders. You know, male and females can can come to this class and either just for exercise or to feel more confident about yourself. Yeah, what are we doing DDP yoga learn. together? Oh, yeah, I was about to ask that, too. I was like, I'm all in for the DDP yoga. Yes. We can videotape it. I love DDP yoga. DDP yoga is amazing. I actually just gushed about it the last show we did. We did, had Stevie did Richards. She just, gush? just um, gushed about it. <laughs> we did it. I have an, I have an, autocra- I I have like an autographed picture of him, too. <laughs> Stevie Richards, uh, former WWE, mm-hmm. WCW. I'm trying to think of what, what the uh, big group that he had in the, in the uh, early 2000s was. I can't think of it. He was in a group? Yeah, he had like his own crew of like uh, moralistic people. Was it the Diamond Cutters? No. Because that would have been funny. But Diamond Cutters is one of the moves in yes. uh, DDP Yoga. Is it really? He yeah. teaches you how to... Do the diamond cutter. No, not the actual diamond cutter. Damn. One kind of, of like the a, yoga moves is called a diamond cutter. You oh, make cool. your is that the, like a the diamond symbol. Type of thing? I got a move called a diamond cutter. <laughs> you know what I think, guys, what I think we need to do is the next time I'm down or on the way way down there, I think laugh. we need to go collectively to one of her classes and participate. Okay. I think that would be awesome. I think we should do it and we should film it. Yeah. You, you notice how he's using his fake voice? He, you see, he is using his his, his rum, shit rum's voice, lying voice, but but no, yeah, I'm serious, I'm okay dude. I think it. this would be hysterical. We we no no I don't no I'm serious. We we'll we'll go and <laughs> I'll do it. I've always I'm, I've always wanted. I'm with I've you. always been really into burlesque, and I really think no, I I really think that we could do it. I'm yeah, just guys. curious. Let's do it. See, she, she says there, there's, there's males participate in this. I think that would be yes, kind of cool and we, to try. There's male burlesque performers all around the world that are amazing. They do some of the most amazing routines I've ever seen. There's a troupe in Chicago called Stage Door Johnny's. And Bazooka Joe, Ray Gunn, and Jetta I could never have the name Bazooka Joe. I'm sorry. Yeah. Those names sound like porn stars. They uh they look they're 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 sexy enough to they're better <laughs> look, to be. Look, tell you listen what, listen to her stutter. You heard that? Look, duh, uh, duh, yeah, look, good. Flat out, I I will I will perform a burlesque routine on the condition that y'all find me a costume of bazooka from GI Joe. <laughs> That'll be my routine. No, I I think it'd be kind of cool to go and give it a shot. You know, film it and yeah, uh, I think it'd be fun. It I'll do it. Website. Yeah, we can use it. We can do it as a YouTube clip. And then well. But the only stipulation is you you come to a class and do that, but then you also have to train at Wildcat. <laughs> That's All right, for that. permanent permanently. You have to train for at least six months at Wildcat. Oh, I don't know if I could commit that long. <laughs> One so does have to work. We, yeah. You want us to Not take all off over. our clothes, dance around, and then wrestle sweaty men? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You're in you... for that, dude. Yeah. I don't know if I'm up for that. I don't. Uh... Rome, you do it for free all the time. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> but yes, please, please come take a class. 
Yeah. So if anybody listening, if you would like to see us and uh, do a uh, a lot of us, please come leave a comment on the website. And if you'd uh, like to see like, Wayne and the Rum Guy Jello wrestling, yeah, with Miss Cherry yeah. Brown commentating, don't say yes. <laughs> and also, please uh, chime in and give us suggestions for our burlesque names. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be fun. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what people this, come up with. Yeah, me either. It'd be great. Be interesting. I'm gonna go with Rum Tum Tummy for you. <laughs> Rum Tum Tummy. <laughs> That's actually really adorable. Well, yeah, yours is already Cuddle Bear. I mean, you can't go. You can't go wrong with that. Well, but, I can tell you but, my costume. But you're taking pirate. Cuddle Bear closer to gay porn with 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 the burlesque. If well, you, you know, what, whatever, whatever floats you your know. boat. Right now, to I, each his own. Exactly. Right now, I cuddle like a rock star. I don't cuddle like a porn star. You cuddle like a what? How does a rock star cuddle? Is it like that cold, distant, like get out yeah, of they, bed? Yeah, basically. They push you on the floor and walk away. A chair with a needle in his arm, apparently. <laughs> he just lays there dying. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, see? Way to go, cuddles. Push him away. Push him away. Can't get my, can't get my cuddles. <laughs> oh, I need a drink. Of course you do. When have you ever not needed a drink? In fact, when have you ever not had one? And <laughs> that's that's not the the cast of Stomp. That's rum, like running. It is alcohol. <laughs> Don't go away from me. <sighs> Come to me, bottle. Come to me now. I could be drunken master. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, you drunken something. <laughs> so, drunken bastards, more like it. Inglorious. So. I know that Wayne has an announcement to make. Yes, he's pregnant. Do you wanna, I am. Do you want to like bit of you to our and guest? I'm wanna... <laughs> yeah, we should do that. That way, I can yeah. be pissy and not and not get messy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pissy and messy. But uh, um... which is gonna be Wayne and Rum's tag team names? <laughs> Piss and messy. <laughs> guess which is which? Yeah. Well, I already know. I guess so. pissy. Pissy means drunk, doesn't it? Yes. No, it's getting not. getting pissed. Yeah, yeah. Was- I would guess messy would be somebody that like ate mushrooms and shit their pants. Getting yeah. <laughs> pissed means you're getting pissed. You're mad. You're angry. No, no, it also means drunk. It means drunk too if you're English. Yeah. Mm. Or taking taking the piss means like uh, you leave making, making fun of. I thought taking the piss. Like, well, taking make the, your announcement. Taking the serious. No, no. I'm gonna out. do that after we. Uh, Say goodbye to Miss Cherry because no, I, I want to. I want to hear the. Oh, you want to hear oh, the okay. announcement? Okay, that's All fine. Right. I didn't want to be rude and do this announcement. Why not? You already no. start. No, I didn't. You started being rude. I've been waiting with bated breath. Oh, all right. Well, it's nothing that like that, that. that important. But uh, um, as of yesterday, uh, a lot of people know that I, I was singer for uh, Resurrection Man. But as of yesterday, after. Almost 14 years, I basically said I had enough, and I quit the band yesterday. So basically, Resurrection Man is no longer a band. We're done. So there will be no more shows, unfortunately. And there may not ever be the second album. Yeah, the second album may not ever come out. So and, uh, for those of y'all who are looking forward to hearing the second record, I am sorry. So we'll see what happens into the, later on. Into the dozens of, of women who fantasize <laughs> about Wayne sexually from his time on stage when he goes, like, he's in his buddy. And then he's like, <laughs> and then you're like, what? For you ladies. 
the fantasy has died. That's sad, man. That's 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 unfortunate. Yeah, it, it was a long run, and well, I mean, it was creative differences basically. I mean, it was a lot of turmoil in the in the in infrastructure of the band. So right. I call it turd oil. That's yeah, all. and it was just a pain in the ass, you know. I mean, I just couldn't. No one would make up their minds, and I just all right, fine, let's not do it anymore. The funny thing is that Resurrection Man just got resurrected a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and, and we had an incredible show, and, and that was the sad part. People were really excited. It was the um, second biggest turnout we've ever had. Full Metal Prom was yeah, probably Full the, was the biggest. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, uh, I'm I'm sorry for you because I know, you know, Wayne loves to do this show, but his heart really is in being a, a metal front man, and it's what you're best at, you know, and that's that's not a slight. Yeah, on this yeah. Oh, I know. Way. But it's really what you should be doing. I'm not kissing your ass because you know I don't give a fuck about metal at all. Right? I know. Um, you're you're a much better metal frontman than like 90 percent of the guys that I've Thanks. seen, and and that's nothing against them either. Right, right, right. It's just some people. It's kind of like when you watch, and I don't want to like pull this out because there are, we 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 work with a bunch of great standouts. But it's kind of like when you watch Corey as opposed to. One of the random people who's done our shows, right? Yeah. Like he, you can tell that he's he's seasoned. He's been there. He's done a lot of he's stuff. Worked he's worked on his experience. craft, and so he he does things that somebody who's only been doing it for a few years might not think to do. And it's kind of the same with you. It's it's just you're you come alive on stage, and so it it does kind of um, it pisses me off a little bit because. Um, because I, I talked with a few people about that after your after your birthday, and I know Rom couldn't make that unfortunately right, right. because you, he'd he'd been in town the week before. like a few weeks before, yeah. and then the week after you, you he had to come back, back in town. Yeah, <laughs> but I talked with a few people about that, and like, and I think your mom too, and you know, I know that's I know that's what you you'd love to do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's I love it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's not no feeling like that ever, you know. But hey. So fuck you, jerk holes. <laughs> no, man. Look, how I, about you resurrect my dick, fuck holes? I will say it like this. I, yeah, I that lo- sounded like gay porn. Yeah, it did. I still love everybody that was in the band. I just there's no way I'm going to work with any of them again. You know, no, no, never again, no. Just because of you know, <laughs> jokes getting kind of old. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty much done. Actually, it, it's done now. Mm. <laughs> never again. But. Yeah, so that's well, my, know, that's that my announcement. In bands, I mean, it, it you know it happens in a lot of things. I'm sure uh, with uh, Miss Brown here, she she's had people uh, you know that she's known or seen that have just left. Oh maybe. yeah. Oh yeah, dude. So. Oh yeah, very very much so. I mean, there's there's tons of people that fall in and out in in any entertainment business, but especially in in music or in burlesque. That we, you know, people come and go. People come and go for different reasons and. People either quit or they they get pushed out because of you know unprofessional behavior and whatnot. But again, like in any match. entertainment business, it's always the same. Yeah, so. well, I gotta You're say right. is you, you don't you don't quit the dream. You just change the direction. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, be honest. I mean, dude, in the in the music industry, there's no way I never ever thought I was ever going to become a rock star. You know what I mean? I was never going to be that fucking Aerosmith or whatever. You know what I mean? I was never looking for that. I just I just no, like, I just like playing so, music. You're so nice, but then you get on stage and you're like, Rawr! and you're like, what? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's callbacks. That's my favorite. It, well, it was my... really, that was one of the fun, Rome, you know that story, huh? 
I do. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, uh, Maybe I'm the only one that makes laugh. I don't know. I don't know. No, dude, because you were there. That's why it was funny. <laughs> Brittany, I'm, I'm recounting a, a story or parts of a story of a, a fan of Resurrection Man. Yes. Which I don't think it's your Resurrection Man is one of the, is uh, is arguably a legendary like local rock band like yeah. a hard metal band. Yeah. I mean, it's not legend is a hard term to apply, but locally yeah. certainly. I mean, so a lot of people know who we are. So they yeah. they have these these fans that you know um, <laughs> are a little obsessive. It it was really really funny, and I think really I think it was one of the first times that he has seen. This to that extreme. Did I accidentally call you by your real name again? You did. I'm sorry. It's because it's because I, I go I go by Brittany Nicole for for okay. wrestling yeah, yeah. and I'm oh, okay. for burlesque. So either way, you I'm know. trying to be consistent, but your your name keeps flashing on Skype, <laughs> so I'm looking at it and sorry, go on. But okay, I'm back. <laughs> but the, we didn't even know you were gone. <laughs> But the funny thing why it was yeah, we, we went to a, we went to a show and um we were standing around and this young lady came up to me and was drunk obviously extremely drunk and she just kept obviously. saying she kept saying the same thing to Adam over and over again was like, she was really talking to you. She was. She was. Uh, you. You were single at the time. This was before right, right. you, you yeah, met before your I, lady. Well, yes. I guess from what I understand, she had kind of a like a lazy eye, so she was looking at Adam but looking at you at the same time. <laughs> okay. No, well, she was talking to Wayne, but kind of like approaching me slowly, like invading my space at every given yeah. possibility. And then she would like go up to him and go, "Do you know, buddy?" <laughs> like, well, she's yeah. she's a little bit of shalmation, so a little bit, kinda, yeah. like or maybe it's smoking was, voice. I don't know, but she's like she was loud. You listen to Buddy? Do you know Buddy? Have you ever Have seen you, him play live? You ever seen Resurrection Man? It's crazy. It's so good, Buddy. When when you gonna do Resurrection? Are you in? Are you in a band with Buddy? <laughs> it was great. No, I, I still think my favorite part was when she did the whole thing that you did. Where she would go, yeah, because you know, if you ever seen him live, it's like he's all nice, and when he's talking, he, but when he's on stage, it's like, <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> so that's the whole story behind. Actually, that. I think my favorite part was when she tried to console you about Monica leaving. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was great too. That was a good Buddy, one. Buddy, I heard. You know, and it's so sad because y'all was so good together. It really does make me sad. <laughs> it was funny, and you know. But the thing is, the thing is, you know what they say, when when God closes a window, he pees on your doorstep. So I just got to say, drunk people are amazing to talk to. And George never came you. on the show either. Yeah, George never did come on the show. Good. No, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure he's a George nice is a nice guy. He was at your, your party. I oh, think. yeah, yeah. We took a picture. Remember, he, uh, right, he's the guy right. who kissed me on my cheek. Oh, and yeah. he's, he's back in the jungle now, right? Yeah, he did. He went, and he's strong as he could be. George, George, George of the jungle. <laughs> but anyway, that was my 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 announcement. It's sad, but it's it. We just time to let it go. Yeah, and you know the funny thing is, like when you were telling me the story, like whatever it was, an hour and a half ago. Um, this is the way that it ended two years ago. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's not like like. This isn't like a new problem. This so is, we'll just wait two years. You'll be back. It's just it's just a reoccurring problem, and that, and that's why I, I I refuse to work with certain people again. So 
I'll just go about my business and find other people. There's plenty of musicians out there. Right. And when they wheel you out, you know, in the, the Alzheimer's care facility, you'll, <laughs> you'll want to get the band back together. Maybe, maybe you could front Black Sabbath. Because, you know, Ozzy's yeah, like, maybe so. I mean, like I, doddering. All I gotta, all I gotta do is stutter a bit. Sharon and get the choruses Sharon, right. Sharon, where's my pants? I'm uh, wearing them. We are so rude to our guests. Yes, you no, are. I am. I am pleased. I feel like I'm just one of the one of the guys. Yeah, that's right. Except, but with better bits and tackle. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I was trying to be well, more tackle. Not so much tackle, more bits. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm also more tactile. Yes. 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 Um, I like you, Cherry Brown. Yes. <laughs> You're splendid. <laughs> well, thank you, kind sir. Um, so, and no, I think I'm done. Are you? Mm, I'm splendid. He's been done for, I can't even tell you how long. <laughs> um, no, I mean, the only... Really, the only stuff that's going on is just uh, we have that upcoming comedy show at the end oh, of the month. Oh, right. We haven't plugged our, our stuff. Right. So, uh, what is it? February? Yeah, I've been plugging or, the whole time. Plug Feb- away. Ah. Uh, well, yes. we've been trying to There's plug three of us. for a while. Um, <laughs> only one of us is married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My whole yeah. life is one shameless plug. Oh. Oh, damn. Anyway. so bad. So, is it February 23rd or 27th? It's the 27th. Okay, okay. that's it. Twist of Lime. Twist of Lime, and we have uh, four we have, comedians. We have Jake Potter. Hold on. Let me oh, Jade Patton. Jade Patton, yes. James Cusimano. Yes. And Gina Gomez. There you go. And yes, we also and also uh, the band playing the evening at, after the, the amazing comedy will be right. Blind Texas Marlin, mm-hmm. which if anyone hasn't seen them yet, they need to. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, that means you, Miss Miss Brown. Yes, I should come. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes oh, oh, yes. <laughs> That's just being silly. You know, just, it's not fun anymore. Yes, it's it so is. Obvious. It's great. It's great. It's not fun anymore. We've done it too many times. Damn it! Yeah. Well, after you know, come a certain number of times, show, it gets uh, old. They're, they're all funny comedians, uh, and they do put on a good show. So yeah. yeah. And Blind Texas Mall, and like I've, I think I said on the previous episode, is my my favorite band in the city. Yeah, they're, they're one of the best bands we've ever booked. I mean, mm-hmm. not to slight any of the other guys we've ever booked, but like mm-hmm. honestly, they're they're just really entertaining and they're very talented. Right. But I have, um, I mean, I have eclectic tastes in music, but I have, you know, like everyone else, I have what I like and what I don't. Right. I bought both of their CDs when that. Yeah, when I did too. First had them on their show. I did too. And uh, uh, so, so that's going to be pretty awesome. And yeah. we should also mention that the following day is Allie. Oh, that's right. I don't know which which last name does she go by because she's got nine of them. Um, I know I can't talk, but about having lots of names, just everybody uh, knows who Allie is, yeah. and it's her birthday party at Twist. And it's actually if you dress up. In a costume to go to this Let's show. Let's not spread that because I don't know if they thought that through because there's three bands and, hey, hey, and everyone shows up in costume. It. Hey, no, spread no, it. no. They put it out there. So if okay. every anybody dresses up in a costume, they get in for free. If not, it's a $5 cover. Right. It's $5, Kevin P. Johnson. Yeah. So you can, always, you can, always you can show up. You can show up for fucking $5. Anyway, uh, and he doesn't listen to the show. It's going to be uh, headlining a zombie eat sheep. Yeah, they're, they're the end. Uh, Jack, Jack Lock. That's right. Our boy Jack Lock's going to be there. Uh, oh God, I can't think. Jack of Lock is one of my other favorite perform. I mean, he's not really from. He's not really in New Orleans most of the time. He's he's usually he's all over. I don't. He comes to New Orleans, but he's mostly in Homa. But he lives in a van. One of like 
the two most energetic perform bands on stage. Period are Marlin, Blind, Blind Texas Marlin, and Jack Locke. Yeah. Well, yeah. I say Jack's more physically, like he's all over the place. Yeah, but it's mostly him. Is what I'm saying. Like the with with Blind Texas Marlin, they're all kind of you know there was like uh, well, at, they got energy. Don't get me wrong. At the but last show, Jack's like he's like someone set him on fire. Right. Well, at the last show, I was laughing because the uh, what is it trombone player was playing into the corner, and it reminded me of a scene from the Blair Witch Project. Like yes. when the guy's about to die, it was really, really. <laughs> yeah, strange. when he's like when he's punished. Right. That's funny. But yeah, I can't think of the list. Is it Dirtiest Players? No, I, I'm looking up right now. I'm such. Well, a, it doesn't matter. Come out to Allie's show. It's five dollars. I'm such a bad know, promoter. And Allie is an awesome performer. You'll you'll get yes. to hear her sing with with Zombies Eating Sheep, which is uh, arguably the most unique act in the city. Yeah, one, yeah, one they're them. they're one of them for sure. One of them, and um, so that's going to be a cool show. And then of course. Just to reiterate, because I know we're, we've been pushing this, but it means a lot to us that because we getting we're getting to work with Southport Hall, and Mark Bagnetto has given us given us a shot to help promote these shows. So March twenty fifth, March twenty fifth, because March twentieth is the Wildcat thing, the Wildcat show. Uh, March twenty fifth at Southport Hall, there's a Skylit Drive, yes, the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, Wolves at the Gate. Mm-hmm. For the win, come on, Atlas shrugged. You got this, and the other L.A. L.A. I was gonna say it, um, and, the, and you know the other band at the thing is, of course, we forgot the House of Goats. Oh, how can I forget House of Goats? <laughs> and we forgot the Maybe because they suck. Yeah, no, and, I'm kidding. Right. And Mad Dog is playing as well. Okay, so bye dog, baby, or whatever. Yeah, uh, so that's no, House of Goats are, are are some of the best dudes in the city. Yeah, they're f- everybody's in the city. I just keep, uh, you know, ah, we're, we're, I love we're, we're a living in the, in the city. No, but but House of Goats, they're awesome dudes. So I'm sorry I forgot y'all, but you know, but you know how he is. He don't give a fuck. So should we end <laughs> it there? Yes, let's end it here. So um, I want to thank. Yes. The lovely, talented. Oh, yeah. Sultry voice. You know that. Exploded all over the place. Mm, all over everybody. Cherry oh, Brown. Mm, so oh, dirty. Thank you. Bad, thank you so bad. Much. Cherry Brown. Exploded all over the whole damn town. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't talked about the junkyard dog. And Rum got drunk again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um,. And I will get you some of that soda from Ireland. It's not. It's not, a, it's not it's soda. An, it's an ale. Cherry brown ale. It's ale. Oh, it's ale. He consider yeah. he considers that soda. Okay. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not a port. So okay. It's not hard enough for the rum guy. Um, oh yeah, I went there. But a strange man penis is. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Also, uh, update on the cherry brown ale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's at uh, uh, World of Beers. Oh, there you, you go. Did you bring the world of beers to me? There, There's one on veterans. <laughs> Would you bring the M of beers to New Orleans? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm just saying, it is available where you're at, too. Yeah, right? it's, 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 it's over there. No, it's on veterans. That's, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, listen to this. Oh, it's on veterans. I'm too good for veterans. <laughs> no, no. I can't I'm travel kidding. to Mattery. No, it's, oh, if you, 
It's Ohio you, or an uptown, or that's it. When you all come to take the sh- take the class, then we'll go to there you Beard go, that's and it. we'll there toast. We or you could come Brown to the Ale. comedy show on February twenty seventh, <laughs> and we can go to World of Beers. Well, I I would, but I will be in Ohio. God damn Ohio! So you're gonna be snowed in. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to be. Uh, with my, it's my mommy's birthday. Oh, so. tell her we said happy birthday. Yes, Edward Snowden. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That was that was it. Uh, mm-hmm. Good night, everybody. Uh, anyway, thank you very much, Miss Cherry Brown, for coming on the show and dealing with us. Of course, it was uh, a pleasure. I will come back anytime. Yes. I will come and come again. Yes. Damn. <laughs> I was your host, Wayne. Shazam. You're not Shazam. I could be. Yeah, I, know. I could be Billy Batson. Yeah, you could. And that's the rum guy. Hey. And remember to keep it metal!